what you waiting on? Check, check us on your phone. This the Tony Sands show. Turn your radio on. Kelsey just turned down like a field goal, so we in the zone. Got games like a stadium. I'm gonna go ahead and pack the dome. I'm cooler, smoother. Make you think with your medulla. You a student. I'm a school you with the fact that I'm producing. This is for the high schoolers, college students. Nah, everyone can do it. Do this. I ain't new to this. My style is rich. It's lucrative. Maneuver through it. You know it's fast, surely. You know it's so sensational. Like my big homie Tony. You could catch me every Monday. After kickoff on Sunday. I got these cold, hard facts. And we ain't talking Sundays. Come on with Kelly, Kelly. Shout out to the big homie. You know it's so sensational. Like my big homie Tony. Co-hosting with Kelly, Kelly. You know it's facts, only. You know I'm so sensational. Like my big homie Tony. BBS Radio. We're live here. Another week of the Tony Sands Show. We're live from D1 in Deerfield Beach, Florida. And when I say, listen, we finna bring you a show that's unbelievable. Hey, when I say the topic, Tony Sands is on right we now. are going to get it off and running. It is the best in the land. Listen, I'm with my man, B Hot Man. We cannot get it any better than what we have it today. B, listen, man, we're talking about the first week of playoffs. This is some of the best football that you're going to see all year long. That's right. And and when we look at how this season played out, a lot of teams went in at number one and was not able to sustain that number one and fell off. Some teams had hope that they would be in the playoffs at this point. All teams' ultimate goal is to play that last game here in Fort Lauderdale. Here in Fort Lauderdale. We finally have been begging FHSA, bring the state championship to South Florida. Bring it to Fort Lauderdale, Broward County. Why not? You know why? Because yeah, that's what I the epicenter, Tony, of football in America. Correct. Remember a couple of years yes. ago, guys were drafted. More guys drafted out of Broward County than, than any. That's Tony Sands is from Broward County. Yes, and, and when they even just released, as a matter of fact, when it came to the amount of players in the NFL in the state of Florida, the state of Florida ruled it. Te- Texas is a close second, yeah. but the state of Florida rules it. And not only that, but Broward County and Dade County runs any other county across the country when it comes to the NFL players. But not only that, it is the epic center when it comes to college recruiting. You'll get a chance to see that. Let's, let's, let's talk about that, how the college recruiting process plays out. For those that are listening to the Tony Sands show, how does that play out for a kid? We know how it play out for the five stars and the four stars. But let's look at some of those guys that don't have those stars and what they have to do in order to get the recognition of a college scout throughout the country to pay attention to them. Well, listen, if you are not an elite player, and that means if you're not being considered for all American honors, yes. if you're a guy that doesn't have four or five stars next to your name, if you're just an above average to good football player, more than likely you're going to need exposure. Correct. You're going to need relationships. And you're going to need opportunities to get to the next level, especially the Division One level. But the reality of the situation is, Tony says, what is becoming more difficult is because 
these three-star and lower guys are being left at home in favor of guys who are already in college and something called the transport port. Now, and, and we went and we said to ourselves, I know me playing college football, I always wanted, I always wanted something like this. And, and that's all we said, God, no, you know, because we didn't have an opportunity to decide sometimes where we wanted to go when the when the transition happened, where I'm transferring from college to college. But not only that, a college at one time had the opportunity to say, well, if you're trans, if you're leaving our school, you can't go to a school in Miami. You can't go to Florida State. You couldn't go to Florida. So now they kind of controlled it. That that's a, that yes, and and control where a person goes. If, Don't you see how in certain areas of our lives, yes, other things are loosening, yes, and then things that have always been so are loosening at the yes, same yes, time. yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. But if you know, <laughs> listen, me when I when when I when I went through this process because I went through the process of me playing. Unfortunately, I never had the opportunity and never wanted to re, uh, transfer because I loved my university. I love I, I love where I was at. But I had to go through this process with my own child. So I had to see just how this play out. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking, hey, I train athletes. I deal with college coaches. I, I played this game. But yet here I am in an unknown territory because I got to deal with this transfer. Because my son did go to the University of Kansas, but he transferred out. So now this is new territory to me. Alone, it is, when I say new territory, new territory. I'm in the process. I call Coach Smith. Hey, listen, Coach, I need you to help me. My son needs to get an opportunity to get into school. I need to speak. So so he spoke to a couple of schools. Well, we visited some places. We visited. Alabama State was the first school we went to. And this is how this gets tricky. And you got to be careful. You got to be smart. This part I knew. I take him and drop him off to Alabama State. When I dropped him off to Alabama State, he loved it. Because when we pulled on the campus, I, I, you know, they got this thing called a wall at Alabama State. Now, this is a, a nice wall. B, I pull in, and I'm looking at him. You know, I, I'm seeing what he's seeing. So I'm telling I'm saying to myself, well, I know you shucks. But I don't know if you can survive here like this. You know, you're coming from a PWI. So now you're going to an institution. Now you're going to an HB. You're going to an HBCU. <laughs> hey, look, you're going to an HBCU at Alabama State on the wall. So for those that are listening, you understand and know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the wall. So I dropped him off. He said, "Dad, I love it. You know, I love it." So I said, "Okay." Coach said, "All right, we'll take care. We got it." Well, when I sent him. My son had 94 credits, so he was pretty much, even though he was transferring in as a, right, transferring in as a junior, we got to go through the process. Okay, we're going to find out how many credits that Alabama State would take from him. So I said, okay, cool, no problem. Let's see how many they would take. Lo and behold, I get a call from the head coach saying, you know, hey, you know, they, they told us what they're going to take. Mind you, I just said 94 credits. 
You're about to graduate. Alabama to graduate. Alabama State told me, well, they're only going to take 36. 36. So I'm saying to myself, now my son, mind you, he was saying, I don't yeah, he, he had the wall on his mind, but I had education on mine, and I'm saying to myself, as I'm calculating, I'm saying 36. Son, that drop you almost back to a freshman again. So now, by the time you go, you're going to have to wind up paying for school because they're not accepting that minute. So I'm like, nah, son, we can't do that. I called him. I said, listen, don't step foot in nobody's classroom, period. Do not go to no class, no Nothing. I'll be up to get you in two days. I had to turn back around, go and pick him back up. As I pick him up, you know, you can see it in his eyes. He hurt. His, his, he done spent two days on Alabama State campus. And now I got to go pick him up. Eastern Kentucky. Yeah, Eastern Kentucky tells me we'll take 90 other credits. So you know what my answer was automatic. Hey, I'll be there. We're going to leave Alabama State, and we're heading to Eastern Kentucky. I'm go- I, I had no choice because I could not say that I can put you in a situation to where eventually you're going to have to take out a loan because you're not going to be able to pay for it. So in that instance, even in that, we were, that's when I found out about where you can transfer and where you couldn't. Now, that's where a problem with me and Coach Turner Gill came into play, even though he was the head coach at the University of Kansas. It put me between the school that I love and the person that I brought into the world. So I had to side with the person I brought into the world. So by this time, I'm like, now, nah, Turner, I, I don't see that. Now, if I got to get an attorney, then that's what I do. But Eastern Kentucky took him. He went ahead and graduated, had a good career there. But then, lo and behold, you know, I'm saying during this time, hey, man, we need to get something to where these kids have more control of where their destiny lies. Lo and behold, here we are now. We're dealing with the transfer portal. But what I'm hearing is there are some goods and bads to this transfer portal. Let's look at some of the goods for those that don't understand what the transfer portal is. Let's explain that to some of our viewers. Well, the reality of the situation is the transfer portal is an opportunity an individual yes. in NCAA to put his name by going to the to the compliance officers at his institution Correct. in Division One and Division Two and declaring himself as a transfer. Correct. As soon as he goes into the portal, mm-hmm. he can be contacted and recruited by any NCAA member institution wow. for the services right. that he is able to uh, enlist at any college. College, correct. So there are positives and there are negatives. The positive is if you were recruited and they told you you were going to be the guy, right? and you got there and they brought somebody <laughs> else, else in, in, correct? you don't have to stay and put up with that anymore. Exactly. Now you can get in that portal and you'll be gone. Now let me I I, I would be remiss Tony say if I didn't say this uh this is my plan to say. Go ahead. But young men, when you jump in that transfer portal, before you do that, be careful. That's 
See, that's what I'm saying when you say the word be careful, because I've heard the pros and the cons to this thing. And I'm saying to myself, okay, they gave us what we wanted on one side of it, but they kind of tricked us on the back side of it. And let me explain why it's a trap. Because some of us don't realize a hard fact. Exactly. Now, you're an NCAA legend. Most people don't understand that fewer than 30 players actually play during a given season at any of the Division one or two college. Correct. It's just, it's just fact. You have a roster of 85 to 100 guys. Man, less than 30 guys actually really get meaningful playing time. That's, some of that is on special teams. And see, I didn't even, I didn't even know those statistics. Those you really blow bad. my, you blow my mind with those type you of statistics. Those are real stats. So when I tell people those stats, their minds are blown. Most people are being recruited to go to college and sit on a bench and provide depth. But that's but think about it. Now they recruit twenty five guys. It's only twenty two spots. Correct. On the football field. Correct. They do that every year. But somebody's not going to play. But that's where I think the educational part of those that are involved in these kids' lives got to come into play. Do you guys run it? And I, I, I see it sometime from this side. But do you guys run into this situation to where you help the kid, rather it be in the 8th, 7th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, and they become a little, you know, four or five stars, and all of a sudden, those that was not advising, all of a sudden become the advisors. This, I had to start distancing myself mentally. Correct. Help everybody because I'm a servant. I'm Correct. Only people we can really get involved and control what's going on. You said it earlier. Your son. Derek. I have to. Correct. If they choose to play football, whatever they do, at the end of the day, Tony says. That's all. That's yeah. That's the only that's people. The only people. Yep. That's that's it. Everybody else, I have to. I have Got to the back off. Yes. Yeah, because there's going to come a point if you get too invested in it. Trust me. Yes. He went all the way to Northern Illinois. Correct. On full scholarship. He had nothing. The guy got there and decided he didn't want to play football. Wow. I worked my tail off to get, to get the deal home. done. Yes. And all of a sudden. At the end of the day, that was his life. Correct. I lived mine. He had to live his. And it taught me a great lesson. So everybody who's kind of doing that, all these coaches, we're going to talk to Roger Harriet. Yes. He's a great coach. Listen. Control what you can control, help, but be be careful how close you become to these situations with these kids. kids. And these yes, parents, man, yes. You could have done whatever for these kids. These kids, you done trained. Yes, you probably, I, this, uh, did it out the kindness of your heart. Yes, and it was time for them to pay you a favor back. Hey, I just want you to talk to this coach. Do me a favor, have a conversation. Yes. and they, you know, they turn around and give you. They're behind the kids. It happens. It happens in this business. It's, it's, this business has become, and I think once the, the the numbers at the NFL level started rising to where now we're getting into the hundred millions, we'll be uh, uh, when Lamar Jackson, who plays tonight against the Miami Dolphins, when his new contract comes up, Lamar will probably be the first half 
half a million dollar guy when it comes to contract value. Now, what actual numbers may be, but the number I guarantee you're going to hit in that 500 million range. Once parents and, and, and advisors hear that, it goes through. This is what I tell college coaches that call me or, you know, hey, listen, bro, that's go to the parents. I don't I don't get in that part. All I do is train them. I don't never want to get tied into that part of this business because I am just that. I'm a trainer. Now, if a parent come to me and say, hey, give me some advice. All I can give you is advice, but the ultimate decision lies with you and the parent. Because, and I tell kids, I say, be careful that your parent don't make this decision for you. Remember, let them advise you, but don't let them make that. Because at the end of the day, you got to live there. You got to know these coaches. You got to be around. And if this is the ultimate thing I tell guys, are you willing to stay at this university if you if if you blow your knee out and you can never play again? Are you willing to live on this campus, whether it be three, two, one years? Are you willing to live through that? That, that is it. We have to do a better job of getting kids, particularly Correct. in South Florida. Yes. Get your degree. Yes. If they're paying for it, get it. It's a 1% chance, slightly higher with a South Florida kid. Correct. To get to the next level. And then watch this. Once you get there, you might not stay there for very long. Exactly. See, I- and, and, and listen. The difference between a Lamar Jackson yes. and a guy like uh, Darrell Eskridge, they both played in the league. Correct. They're both from South Florida. Darrell Eskridge is coaching in the game that I just left at Miami Central. He's there you coming go. back to the U. Wow. Lamar Jackson is playing on Thursday night football. And Lamar They're said. So different. They, they both played high levels at D1. They both were really good players. Good players. players. Yes. Yeah, yes. But my point is they both were the But one guy is a regular guy. Guy. Yes. And another guy is a multi-billion. And that's because that's you don't know which guy You're you are right. going to be. So with that being said, we're telling you make sure that that university don't use you. You use it. And the ultimate thing to use it is to end up with your college degree. This is why we're telling you. I'm telling you because I had to deal with that with a kid. I had to help a kid make that decision. And I'll tell you right now, that kid is playing because of the decisions that I got involved, but I let the ultimate decision. Let kid calls me. Kid playing right now in the league, having a good rookie year. Kid calls me, coach. I said, "What's up?" I've been dealing with the kid. Kid said, "Coach, they, they, you know, we was in at Texas Tech, and all of a sudden, I tell the coach because I see what's happening. I uh, they started playing the other running back. Coach tells me, you know, I see what's happening. So he tells coach, "This I want a red shirt." Coach said, what do you mean? You're not red shirt. He said, no, man, I want a red shirt. I don't want to play this game. So coach tells him, you want me to ship you back home? You worried for me to ship you? He said, why? He said, all I said, I want the red shirt. Coach called, kid calls his dad, dad calls me. I get on the phone. Hey, wait a minute, hold on. What are y'all doing? No, 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 we're, we're not playing this game. I'll be on the first plane on Monday morning while they flew the kid back. From the game now, I say, listen, do not fly that kid back without someone from that school, even though he's an adult, accompanying that kid back to that campus. They did that. Monday, I told the dad, say, listen, 
Last day I'm working. I, I say, I'm on my way there. I'll be there. I get there, spend some time there, go to the game. Kid, talking with him, going over there. I said, listen, I get back, meet with his dad, tell his dad, listen, this is how we're going to do this. Khalil's close to graduating. I asked Khalil, I said, what's your degree? Khalil says it. Khalil was saying it's an engineer. I said, great. I say, but you understand you're getting ready to go into the transfer report. We're going to navigate through this. Let's see what you what you would like to measure in, because in order for you to leave, you got to be a graduate in order to play right away. So we looked at it and I say, listen, if we can't, let's get this degree as a master's degree. But let's go ahead and close out an undergrad so you can go. To Virginia Tech, and Khalil Herbert is the kid that I'm talking about. Had a great career at Virginia Tech. Listen. Changed his whole life. Changed. Yes. Changed his whole game. Now, this went from a kid that that they said couldn't play at Kansas to going to Virginia Tech setting records. Shame on Kansas. But sometimes, you know. One team don't fit you. Yeah. I'm just, I'm being real. One man's trash is another man's treasure. There you go. And sometimes. That's how the transfer reporter can bless a Correct. That's what I'm saying. He bet on himself. He said, listen, I know I'm better than this. Yes. He went to Virginia Tech. It wasn't that great of a school. But I covered her. And he yeah. came here to university. Yes. He ran all over the place. Yes. Hey, listen. He gave him trouble. I had this kid when he was at Douglas. Before he transferred to American Heritage. When he was at Douglas, I had started. Dad came. I started training him. So I felt an obligation to navigate that parent and his son well, through this process. You were blessed, Tony says, because you found a listening ear and not only parent and kid. Correct. That doesn't always happen. happen. Agre- yeah, you're right. Yes. Listen, yes. You know how it works. Yes. The platform. People come to the All-American game. Correct. And we're starting in third grade right now. I've had kids on my platform playing my sixth Seventh, eighth, ninth, and now going to be tenth grade. Uh-huh. I've had kids that have been up under my spell in my, and I say under spell, it's just cliche to say. <laughs> I've had kids that have been into my development program, and uh-huh. when it comes time to make the most crucial decisions of their careers, go off on their own path. That's crazy. That's now all of a sudden they. All of a sudden, they become the experts. They become the experts in the business of what we're doing. Guys, we're live here on the Tony Sands Show, live from D1 in Pompano Beach, Florida, right on that borderline of Pompano and Deerfield. We're on the northern part of the county. Hot bed, my man is joining. We're going to run to a quick commercial break, and we're going to come back on the other side of this show with our main man, Roger Harrigan. And after that, we're getting into the playoffs and the breakdown. We just needed to educate you a little bit. But we're going to head to a quick commercial break here on the Tony Sands Show. And we're going to come back on the back side of this commercial with my main man, Roger Harriet, talking playoffs. He's getting ready to go into this playoff with hopes of winning another state title. Stay tuned here on the Tony Sands Show. We're live here on the Tony Sands Show, live from Deerfield Beach, Florida, at, well, my place where I get down. D1, this is the spot when it comes to training. There's not another place in the country that can match 21,000 square feet 
of nothing but get it. When I say get it, nothing but get it, get it. Listen, I'm back with my main man, Mark. Mark, we're going to break down the rankings of how we sit getting ready to go into first week of playoffs. Raj, hold, hey, Raj, hold on. I want you to hear these rankings. I know you're on the air with us and you're rolling with us, man. We're going to get into some of the rankings. I'm with my main man from Hotbed. What's going on, my brother? It's going well. It's going well. No complaints. Thanks for having me on. How you doing, brother? Listen, man, I'm, I'm listen, I'm enjoying life, man. Anytime that I get a chance to fellowship with you, pick your brain, with you being the one of the premier guys in the state of Florida when it comes to leading programs, man, it is a pleasure. We're going to break down the rankings, Raj, and then me and you going to chop it up a little bit. Then we're going to get down to breaking down the brackets of playoffs in the first round. So let me let me get to the rankings. We're going to start from 10 and go down to number one. Let's go ahead and break them down. When I look at Dillard, and I'm saying Coach Tate and what all Coach Tate is doing for the Dillard Panthers, and they don't make the top 10? Now, okay, let's make it down. We're saying top 10 over throughout Dallas Tower State. Okay, that's what I'm hearing a lot so much is that scheduling now is very important to coaches. Roger, can you can you attest to that, that the scheduling of how you set your schedule up has a lot to do with how you're going to end up in, in when it comes to playoff and all that? Yeah, I mean, if you can control it, unfortunately, some – teams don't have much of a choice with regards to how they, you know, set up their schedule. You know, there are other teams that can, you know, put together a a schedule that is, you know, um, beneficial and advantageous to the RPI rankings. Um, You know, a program like ours and some other schools that are extremely competitive have a very a, a really tough time, you know, finding uh, competitive opponents. So you're kind of at the mercy of whoever is available. But when you're you're a program that understands the value of you know scheduling a a a, a formidable and, and prominent opponent that is also going to have uh, strong opponents on, you know, that they, that they're going to be playing with is a, a major benefit and advantage for them as they 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 go through their their season. But now, do they take this into consideration? I'm gonna ask Mark this question: Do they take it in consideration? You going, you know, you stack your schedule with tough opponents, but you only make it to where you only win three of those games. Does that come into play when at the end of the playoffs? Because I look at Dillard was in their in the division that they were in. They they was ranked, I think, they're seated number ten, correct? And that had to do with the way that they was the teams that they played. Correct. Correct. So the teams that you play in that district, if they don't have a great season, then that's going to affect your seating in the playoffs. Wow. Well, let's go ahead. Let's, let's go ahead. Give me. Let's go from ten to number eight, and let's break down ten and ten to eight. And let's, <laughs> if anybody's chiming in and listening here on Hotbed and on the Tony Sand Show, if you got any ranking system that you deal with, if you want to call us and chime in, you can call us here at the radio station at the Tony Sand Show, 
or you can send us the message here on Hotbed, and we'll see if your ranking match Mark's ranking, and we'll see at the end of the year who's ranking one. Uh, so I got them at, at 10, uh, and on defense they got Lamont Green Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well, uh, committed to Florida State. Okay. So so they have the pieces right. to take home a state championship, but you know they'll, they'll run into possibly some other teams on this list. On this list. Okay. That may stop their progress from. Let's go into number nine. We had ten. We I told you guys we we're gonna break this thing down here on the Tony Sand Show live from D1 in Deerfield Beach, Florida, where training is the ultimate, and that's why we got the ultimate on the show with the hot bed. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, their schedule wasn't as, as tough as well. Their one team that they did play was Chaminade, and they lost to them uh, by Now, but they're they're in that eighty. 8A ranking, and but they're number one seeded in the Region 1 8A yeah. ranking, but their season, as you say, wasn't as tough, but does that have to do with the bracket, so, the reason that they're in? Go ahead, Rod. You got something to say? Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to click over to another uh, line. I'll okay, be right. Go I'm, yeah. Okay, go ahead. By Palm Beach Central being the number one seeded team in that Region 2A, I mean the Region 8A, Region 2 I have Treasure Coast coming out of that bracket as the number one team to come out of that bracket. Rods, listen, man. Yeah. Let's speak about your game a little bit before we go to breaking down the rest of these games. And then okay. I got to let you go because I know you're a busy man. Let's talk about the game you got getting ready to come up for your first game as far as in the playoffs for this 21 year. Are the kids ready? We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're excited. You know, our guys are always focused on giving their best effort. We have a great tradition to uphold. So we're looking, looking forward to competing against Atlantic and, and, uh, making, you know, making on that championship run one, what really one play one championship effort at a time. So it's a different type of mentality for us, regardless of who we're playing. So the rankings with regards to us is, you know, it's, I think it's really great information to talk about. It's never um, an exact formula, you know. There's right. there are teams that are ranked ahead of us that that you know lost the teams that that we beat, but they played a tough schedule. And um, I think the strategy is in good faith, but you know it's never it's it's never really um, uh, an exact equation or formula. Right. Um, and that's why it's important to use the humanistic equation at times too, because Computers can only take you so far. It's at, at at some point, you're gonna have to come come to a, a, a logical and reasonable reasonable um, you know de- decision for the the greater good. Um, but all in all, all in all, it is what it is, and you know, let the chips fall where they may, and the the best the, the best team will win in the end. And that's what you say in the end, Roger. I'm going to ask you one more question. Let's go. Now, you guys go up against Delray Atlantic. And when kids, you know, kids, sometimes we try to keep them away from looking at the media. When they go to this game and they see Delray Atlantic seated at number eight, how do you control to make sure whether they're seated at number eight or they're seated at 1A and 1B with us, how do you get your kids motivated to understand do not take a Delray Atlantic team lightly? You just got to make sure you do a good job of of con- con- 
you know, having an influence with regards to emotion. That's where it's, in, it's imperative to have a, a, an in-depth relationship with your team from the coaches to the players and help them understand that, you know, all the playoff teams are formidable opponents, regardless of where they're ranked, regardless of what their record record is, because it, things happen throughout the course of the season and, and teams progressively improve. So there's not one opportunity or team that you can take take for granted and every single rep you 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 play should be a championship type of effort all right listen man thank you for taking time out your busy day i know you guys are getting ready for this game and i'm quite sure you're in and out of meetings with your coaches on the phone with your kids thank you for taking your time out today to join the tony sand show and i will be on site at st thomas when you guys play Dale Ray Atlantic, I'll see you on Friday night. Take care. Tell the family I said hi and tell Raider Nation, Tony Sands is in the building with him and I'm rooting for him. Thank you for joining the show. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Much love to you and the family. Go Raiders. You. you go, we go. You got that right. You go, we go. And that's the Raider chant. Thank you, Coach Roger Harry. Hey, let's, let's get back to this ranking because for those, our listeners and our viewers, this means a lot to them. To coaches, it doesn't because they got to be able to finesse their kids to believe in that these rankings are just what they are and don't you buy into them. And St. Thomas, I'm question when they look at that, you look at Dare Atlantic seated number eight. We're seated number one. I should be a pushover. So Roger has a lot to do to make sure that he maintains that. But let's jump on number six. Uh, it's actually, uh, number seven, I think. Seven. I'm sorry. Coco Beach, okay. Uh, coming up next year because they beat the previous team that I talked about, Treasure Coast. Wow. Kind of a classic, uh, went into overtime. So back and forth, they went. Right. Now, that, that you know, brings up two things. Like, wow, they've gotten the close offense. Correct. At the same time, like, wow, they gave up 55 points. points. So that makes them you know, a little bit vulnerable uh, in these playoffs. Correct. So they're going to have to outscore, and they will. You know, they got a quarterback in uh, uh, Gavin Widener, who is a capable quarterback, and uh, uh, Jay Ross is, a, is, a, is one of those players who's lightning in a bottle. Uh, so Coco, another great team that only has one loss on the season. Oh, wow. And one loss is to Venice, and Venice – uh, another uh, team that we may mention. In, in this <laughs> As you say, we may mention, guys. Let's go. Uh, but, he, but Coco only lost to them by one point. Now. Wow. So okay. Only, they're only one point away from or two points away from having an undefeated season. So Coco is going to be a very dangerous team in 4 uh, They're in that same class with Gulliver and maybe another team that we'll mention it a little bit later. Uh, but that 4-8 is loaded. Loaded. And we didn't even mention bowls. Wow. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, that class is probably one of the most, more exciting classes to watch in the playoffs. Now let's go ahead. We, 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 now we'll jump to the number six ranked team in the state. With 4-8, uh, Cardinal Gibbons. Cardinal Gibbons is, is one of those teams that in this era yes. is really building a dynasty. Correct. We have yes. Coach DeBuck is doing a great job. Yeah, yeah. You have to give DeBuck his flowers uh, of, of what he's done with this program. If they win another championship, 
that's uh, three in four years. I consider that a dynasty. a dynasty. If we look at the NFL and those teams like the Dallas Cowboys, the New England Patriots, when you're winning like that, your name starts to ring throughout the nation to colleges and all that. And then that word, as you say, dynasty starts to creep up in people's mind. This year is going to be critical if he want that to also be tagged to Cardinal Gibbons. He got to win this year. He yeah, absolutely. And he's got a new quarterback this year, Dylan Rizik. Um, it's the perfect opportunity for him to really show what he can what do. He could do. Uh, his first, first season as the starting quarterback over there. They had great quarterbacks in, in the past couple of years in, you know, Brody Leggy and Nick Scalzo. So to replace those two, two guys, two right. who are considered really legendary quarterbacks for that program at this point, um, he's got some big shoes to fill. But they need not to really rely on him. If they rely on uh, the running game with Kamari Moulton, Correct. then they can have a chance to, to win another championship. And they went up to Venice and beat Venice. Wow. Yes, yes, beat a Venice team. Place to go up and win. And Venice has been great this season. Like I mentioned earlier, they beat Coco and they beat some other teams like, like Edgewater. Correct. They out Miami Northwestern wow. in their first game of the season. So for, for Cardinal Givens, the bounce back of the loss to St. Coach Harriet and St. Thomas. And they go up to Venice, Venice. And Makes me think, like, okay, so this team could be one of these elite teams in the state. But then, you know, there are times where they do look vulnerable. Yes. They lost to American Heritage, and they didn't look good. They did not just lose to St. Thomas. They didn't look good. So, which which Cardinal Givens will show up? And I know, knowing the buck, he's going to make sure that that. Cardinal Gibbons team that is on the quest for a state championship, he's going to make sure that that team shows up in this game. Because, like I say, the season starts new now. You win, you win. You lose, you go home and get ready to start making this run for next year, 2022. So I'm quite sure he wants that dynasty name attached to him because I think in the back of the buck mind, the buck wants to play. At the, he wants to coach at the next level. So he knows if he continue on his winning streak, he'll get it. And, uh, next up, let's go. Let's keep it rolling. Next team, I kind of, you know, aforementioned earlier in this conversation is Venice. I got them at number five. Right. Venice, like I said, they've been rolling this year. You Miami Northwestern, these teams like Edgewater and Coco, and against other teams, they've looked dominant. Dominant. They just look absolutely dominant. Now, I wasn't at the game. I did watch some of the tape of the game against Cardinal Gibbons. Penalties were a factor in that game. Mm-hmm. Maybe some penalties swing, you know, yes. Dennis's way. Maybe that's a different outcome. But um, a, a, a win is a win for Cardinal Gibbons and a loss. Loss, correct. For Venice. So they have to use that loss to really motivate them. Correct. And it's there for them. To take, take it. For you know, them. of course, you know, you may run into a seminal like I mentioned earlier. Yes. Like I'm like I mentioned earlier, or maybe even a Miami Paul Meadow makes makes it through. 
Wow. Wow. You got Palmetto coming out of Region 4. Wow. Especially since now they are in 8A. Remember, they were in 7A for the past few seasons. Correct. St. Thomas every year. And for the most part, St. Thomas was that brick wall that stopped. That stopped everybody. Right. Except for that one year a few years back. So they have every opportunity to win a state title with quarterback Ryan Brown. Very impressive from from the tape that I've seen from him. So we'll see if, if they you know pull through uh, for for those fans over there on, on the west coast. Well, let's keep them rolling. We ain't no use of stopping now. Let's keep this thing rolling. Let's go ahead. Now we're in the meaty part of this thing. What everybody want to hear? Let's go ahead and break this thing down. Right. Miami Central. I've been saying I haven't heard Dade County pop up in this conversation yet. And they have all their pieces to win. Uh, they got Hurricane Bain on the line. They got Wesley Desain, uh their, their, their top-notch edge washer, edge rusher linebacker. They've got the defensive backs in uh, Alfonso Allen. Uh, they also have another linebacker in the middle in Dylan Reed. So they have all the pieces to win another state title. And in my opinion, they will win another state title this year. And there's no stopping that green machine. Let's keep them rolling. My engineer is in my ear saying we got to keep it rolling. Let's go. Their offensive line is fantastic. And with Damian Goss Bullet running behind that line, Correct. they're pretty much unstoppable. And then you've got a young, budding quarterback in Cedric Bailey, a sophomore, I believe he's 6'4", who gives you that balance with the running game. And then, you know, let's talk about the defense. you got Kenyatta Jackson, and then you got Jamal Johnson terrorizing quarterbacks in the backfield. So, Shamanad Madonna, to me, also a team you can just plug in. You, you can bet the house on Shamanad to win the state title for 3A. I don't think there's anything stopping Coach Jones and that squad not happening. And they, they get a, a little payback from last year for not winning the state title. Their fifth straight title appearance wow. in 3A. Wow. Now we're going to St. Thomas Aquinas, Coach Harry, was just on with us. Uh, they played a really tough Chum -chum. this year. Correct. One blemish on their record is to Tampa Jesuit, uh, a team that they decided to play kind of in the, in the middle of the Correct. Week. They went up there, played a close game, but ended, ended up falling uh, to a team like Tampa Jesuit. And they seem to use that as motivation, as motivation going into this. Uh, they started off the season beating uh, a team, St. Francis Academy, who's still ranked nationally in the top ten. St. Thomas Aquinas, you could argue, has the best coaching staff in the uh, country, by not in, in the state. I mean, if you not even close. On your coaching staff and Jason Taylor, it's hard to argue um, any other team. Chamber can get him right. Than what Coach Cherry has, and if you got a, an experienced quarterback like Zion Turner, who's won two championships, championships. already as a starter. Going into a third, they're going for a third with the same quarterback and running back combination with Zion Turner and Anthony Hankerson. It's hard to argue that. against St. Thomas, even being the number one, one see, yes, on, on this list. But the only reason why they're not is because of There's the Tampa Jesuit, and that is the team who I have one at this point. Tampa Jesuit, that's it. Uh, 
because they were able to not only uh, beat St. Thomas, but they were able to dominate all the other teams on their schedule. But I will say this about Tampa Jesuit is that they're not very experienced. It's not like they've been here before, um, you know, like a St. Thomas or a or Chaminade or a Central. So I wouldn't say that they're guaranteed to but, win the state title as I would St. Say. Thomas or, or a Miami Central or a Chaminade. But at this point, when you look at their season and you look at what they've accomplished and what St. Thomas has accomplished, Got to put you hear it live here on the Tony Sands show. We've given you the rankings from the experts. Hotbed is that place when you are looking for information on rankings, assistance in recruiting. They are the number one brand when it comes to recruiting here in the hotbed state go to hotbed if you are looking to get it on and make it hot go to hotbed my man brandon mark they're going to take care of you we're closing out here on the tony sands show live from d1 in deerfield beach florida each and every week we're going to bring you a different segment of hotbed bringing it to us breaking it down we'll be in another location next week bringing this show to you live we're closing out when I say it's hot, it is hot. Get with hotbed here on the Tony Sands Show. It is a hotbed what? Hotbed world. We're closing out here on the Tony Sands Show. See you.